What's up, people? This is Diggy Metro, and this is the first episode of Dig in the Garden. Uh, this is going to be a podcast series where I pretty much uh, find Jersey's artists and I uh, interview them and uh, do it the right way. Uh, I'm not trying to bullshit you guys. I don't want to have the uh, typical radio interview. So, voila. I'm here with uh, a good yeah. friend of mine who I've known for probably seven years at this point. Yeah, definitely. And uh, he's a phenomenal singer, songwriter, producer. He's been doing this shit for just as long as me. And he's yeah. dealt with a lot of the bullshit that I've dealt with as well. So I felt like to bring in this uh, podcast... I wanted to meet up with him and talk and just bullshit with him because you guys will get a lot of the same perspective. And uh, For sure. I think that's good to get. So um, I want to introduce Mark Barino to you guys. You? What's going on, man? Not much. How you been? Good, good, dude. Just uh, It's been a minute, so. Definitely. This is uh, going to be fun. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about. So uh, let's start out with the... Um, the regular questions that everyone's going to ask you. Yeah. And then we'll get more into the, uh, the deeper shit. So cool. First off, where did you start? How did you start? So, uh, I guess you can say music started for me when I did uh, choir in school. Uh, really just did that for the easy a that it gave you. you right. Know? And we went on some sick trips. So that was cool. But of course I, I, I like some of the stuff we were doing. Um, after that dropped out of choir um, after I graduated from high school is when everything kind of started started going. Uh, started making beats on GarageBand. I think how a lot of people start off just kind of experimenting um, and just really stuck with it, not knowing, you know, I wanted to do music. It, it was really something after uh, graduation, 18 years old, 19, I started making those beats and experimenting with songwriting. So, but really going full throttle, uh, probably like 21 just when I turned 21, I was like, all right, I want, I want to actually pursue this. So. Your voice, I would never, because you have a deep voice talking, Yeah, I would never, ever think that you can sing the way you sing. <laughs> yeah. How did you figure that out? And what age were you that you figured out? I mean, you said, you're saying that you're in choir, but I'm yeah. sure you experimented with singing before that, right? Um, no, to be honest, choir was the first time I ever did singing. Really? Uh, like, I remember when we would try out in sixth grade to make it for the seventh grade, uh, you know, the, the so it was a big thing in, in your school. Yeah. Yeah. It was, okay. it was, it was a big thing. Yeah. It was crazy. Cause you know, people, you know, in high school, man, it, you got, you got your jocks, you got, you right, got your right, certain right. groups and no one would think choir was cool to do, but man, I'm talking about like football players were in choir. Like, right, right, like right. it was, people love to do it. Cause the, the, the teacher was so good that we had a really awesome guy. Um, his name is, uh, Mr. Kandari. And uh, he kind of started everyone off. There's people that still do music today that were in choir that I know right. from the, in town and stuff. So, yeah, man, it, start, it, it started there, but I didn't really know I can start singing until, I mean, when I first, 18, 19, when I was experimenting with it, it didn't sound good. It was still, like, flat here and there. I was just working on it. But uh, it's just years of doing it, man. So, so. when I met you, I met you, uh, I was recording at a studio yeah. in Belleville. Yeah. And, um, and you were interning at the studio and I remember we were in the pool room and we're talking and you're like, Oh, I could sing. And hearing your voice, how you talk, yeah. never yeah, did yeah, I imagine yeah, yeah. that you could sing the way you did. Right. But you started singing and we did a track. Is that around the same time that you? Yeah. So that was around even singing in front of you, man. But I was probably nervous as hell. Because I still get nervous to this day singing in front of people. But at that point, I had to be fucking probably freaking out. Because um, I was always so critical. And still right. am. But uh, at that, it was just, uh, you know, different. Um, but yeah, that's probably around the time where Do I just you, started. Did you have tracks recorded at the time that, that we recorded that track? Probably, yeah. I, mean, I started off recording... Uh, my friend would be down here, and we would uh, run the garage band mic. I didn't have no mic or nothing, so we USB, uh, plug it into the to the computer, and um, run it to the boiler room. Run the whole wire, yeah. swing it over the pipe. Then we would have um, my boy. I'd have no headphones, so he would have to blast the music from out here, so I can hear it in here. Try to like line up the words and, yeah. and the music, and that's how I started recording. Um, that that was crazy. But there's also real quick. There's a time. Uh, I forgot that we used to go to my friend's house. His father was a musician. He had a little studio room, and nice. we'd mess around in there. But again, the real journey of music 
and doing it myself started when I was like 18. We would start down here and just do stuff like that. Are you the only musical person in your family? Yeah. Because me and you probably share that. Yeah, yeah. I not have my, not, my, uh, you know, my mother, my father, my brother, you know, they, no one does music. But my aunts apparently were in a group okay. back in the day. Um, and my mom, my mother's brother uh, taught himself how to play drums and guitar. Okay. Um, I didn't really know any of this stuff until like a few years ago. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, yeah, right. You know what I mean? So, so it does... It does have a genetic value with your family, but you didn't know about it. Yeah, but. so <laughs> right, right, yeah. right. But that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's let's fast forward a little bit. You start in choir. Um, you start to take it more serious. Uh, when do you really find your sound? Mm. Are you still finding I'm your still sound? Finding it, I yeah. think. Uh, even after doing it for years, man. Well, I think there's sounds I, I would like to stay in, but just the reality of the business and how it works when you start to really learn, um, it doesn't really allow you to stay um, in, in certain parts of uh, the business and how marketing works. And when it gets all down to that fun stuff. Right, right. Um, I do love R&B music, like the urban R&B. But I love pop too, man. I love all genres. It's hard for me to like sit down because I can create so many different things, different melodies for right. songs that sometimes like a melody that I come up with doesn't belong in an R&B track. It belongs on an EDM record. Right, right. You know, or that EDM melody that I came up with may fit better on an R&B song. You know, it's, it's, it goes both ways. So Now, where you're coming from, uh, being in, in a suburban environment, yeah. uh, how do you find love for R&B and hip hop? Like, how is that the the genre that kind of you gravitate toward? Um, you know, I've really, you know, I, I don't know. Being from the suburbs and doing R&B pop, more, more urban R&B. You started off just doing R&B. R&B, yeah, yeah. You weren't a pop artist no, when, when no. you first started. So. No, definitely not. So, um, man, I don't know, but it's definitely hard to break out if you're doing R&B. Of course, a, a of course. But I'm just, I'm just trying to ask, was it that, that you were influenced by, like, Usher or oh yeah, I mean you got you you know uh, definitely influenced by at that time Chris Brown Drake was up. Yeah, and I'm coming. trying to think. I'm trying to think yeah. about who was out at that time that that you were kind of coming up as well. So that had to be when Drake was starting. Well, Drake, I was like junior year of high school, I believe. Right, right. Uh, yeah, so that probably definitely definitely an influence. Not probably. Um, uh, Chris Brown, Trey songs. Man, I was listening to heavy. Um, I was listening to who was another artist I was listening to a lot. Omarion. Do you remember the first song that you sung when uh when you told me you could sing? It had to be Let Me Love You. Yeah. <laughs> Let Me Love You. That yep. was my go-to. I think <laughs> like, everyone's every singer's go-to, man. I think it's just an easy song to sing. You killed it though. Oh, I appreciate it. I yeah, remember dude. you killing it and being <laughs> like, holy shit. Like, I wasn't <laughs> yeah, expecting dude. that, you know? Yeah, dude. It was uh it's 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 an easy song to sing. Kind of goes. It, it stays within a certain range pretty nicely. Um, but yeah, that's the song I would go to, man, to sing. Like if anyone asked me to sing, you need to know a song off the top of my head. But um, yeah, dude, those are people I was listening to. Where I would say that influenced that, yeah, for sure. Where? So me and Mark, we were both at this studio that I, I was talking about before that he's interning at, and we're at the studio, and uh, there's big promises being made in the studio, and there's there's all this. So yeah. we got firsthand experience with, uh, with like, the fuckery of the industry yep. and kind of how that goes. And now it's, like, years later, you realize that that's not just a one-time occurrence. It's not like, it's not like that studio was just yep. the only everywhere, fucked up. Man. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. So where where do you go after that studio where where does your music career kind of start after that studio because we you got you started to know people through through there but you you knew your own people as well yeah, yeah. but like where do you start being like all right i'm gonna try to start uh making this more of a professional thing rather than just being uh i fuck around and sing on garage band uh i think when you start learning well after that whole studio experience you kind of see like all right well i just wasted a lot of time. Right. How do I make my time, you know, how do I make it worth it when I'm doing music? How do I make this a career? Um, it's making smarter choices of with who you work with, um, the time you, you, you give people. Um, you know, it, it's, it's a difficult business. It, it, and that's the thing, music business, like the word business is huge. Because that's what runs the whole the whole game, man. Right. Um, so trying to figure out how to move uh, 
um, on your own? How, how do you, you know, it, it's still questions that, you know, even though I'm being asked questions, I just feel like I still, I'm still trying to figure it out. Of course. I, and and the, there's so many different things to the music business that you got to learn. Um, Are you fucking drained at this point? Yeah, I would say. Uh, I'm, I'm, drain, drain I'm drained for, at this point. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> drained, drained at this point. Drain, like I obviously I'm still creating as we both are. Right. You know what I mean? I think we're just we're making smarter choices. We're just not putting our energy everywhere. Where where you're coming into the game, you're so excited and you think it's all you know it's all good. Yeah, you think it's like it's you put easy, you put some put tracks together yeah, and then and you then fucking blow up. Yeah, right, yeah. right, and right. I think that's everyone's mentality, and you come to find out that's just not the game at all. Yeah, um, it's just so. So much more. So I, it's the business drains you, and the creativity I think is always there. You always want to create stuff, but um, it's just being smarter where you put your energy. Have you That's ever it. reached the point where you were just like, "I'm done with this"? I think everyone has, right? Everyone, I, no, I, I, I certainly have. Yeah, That's yeah, why I'm asking. Yeah. But I'm I'm saying because like there are certain people that I see that to this day. I, I might have met them seven years ago, six years ago, and to this day, they're still so excited about making music. And I'm just looking at them like, I wish I had that fucking passion that yeah, you have because yeah. I fucking don't. Yeah, you know? yeah. What, it's, what it's do you do when you get into that that uh, mindset, and how do you kind of get out of that? Because I've gotten to the point where I'm like, you know what, fuck music. Let me try to work. Well, still working in music, yeah. but let me try other parts of uh, it. Let what? me try the business part of yeah, it. Yeah. How do you how do you still stay? in that zone where you're like, you know what? I, I still want to do this. You know, first of all, I think those people who are still excited are still kind of blind to the reality of the business. Um, because when you learn and you, you know, just being around certain people that I've been fortunate enough to be around and being taught certain things and how things really work, um, you know, you start getting less and less excited. Right. Because you realize how hard it is if you, you don't have a lot of money to push yourself. Now, I mean, now... You know, the in, the internet has changed everything where you can put yourself online and, you know, you know, fucking you, you, you get lucky and maybe you go viral. You know what I mean? There's all tricks of the game. Let me ask you a question about the internet real quick as, yeah. as we're on that. All right. For a hip hop artist, there's a fucking influx of hip hop artists on the internet to the point where it's so oversaturated yeah. that it leaves no space for actual talent to be found. How do you move? How 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 do you feel about that with singing? Is that the same concept? Does that still does that apply to singing as well because this is why I'm asking because rap is a lot easier to do and I think if you ask most rappers if they could be a singer or a rapper they'd be a singer. Yeah. So talent's involved with you. Yeah. How do you feel as though there's an oversaturation with singers as well? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, there is. Um, it's how you make yourself stand out. And then that's when you start learning about making connections. Right. Uh, your network is huge in this game. What we were talking about before, you can be as talented as anyone out there. It's the only industry where like you won't go anywhere if you don't know nobody. Right. But you can be talented. Say if you're great in basketball, like you were saying, like yep. you're gonna go somewhere. You know what I mean? Like off that talent, right, but right, right. You can be talented in music and still nothing. I yeah, you know what I, I mean. That the concept of that always fucked me up. Like I I was playing basketball in college, right, and yeah. and I said to myself like, yo, in basketball, I'm like a Kyle Korver. I'm like I'll give you buckets, <laughs> but I'm not the star player on your team. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. But with music, I always felt like. I'm the leader. Yeah, yeah. And I'm LeBron James of music, yeah, like if yeah. I want to be. You know what I mean? Like I could actually lead my own team on, yeah. on this. So uh, I chose music over basketball because of that. But basketball, why Mark brought up basketball is because before we were talking about, uh, before we started the episode, we were talking about how in basketball or any any sport, you're if you practice well enough and you fucking, you get good enough, you will see results like you'll, you you yeah. will go D1 for basketball and yeah. you'll maybe go to the league for basketball depending on how much you practice and how much time you put in with yeah. music it's you not like that you don't need to know no one to go D1 in right music, right you need right. to know somebody to get to the next level in music <laughs> it's like if if you were a basketball player and you were subpar and fucking you knew like the coach of Kentucky and then you went D1 and then went to the league but you didn't have the talent to do either yeah. Yeah. right so exactly. so music the connection aspect, um, being that you're from a small town, 
uh, how hard is it for you to build connections? Because I, I have a similar situation being yeah. from a small town. How do you how do you feel that that small town environment plays into the, the whole music game? Well, if you're not getting enough people to promote your stuff and get it outside the bubble it lives in, it's going to forever be inside that bubble. Your friends and family are not fans. Doesn't that, doesn't doesn't that suck? Add, doesn't that suck? It doesn't add, like when you see your, like, your friends liking and commenting, great. Right. But where are your fans that are coming from out of the blue, don't know nothing about you, and you had an impact on them? Right. And they're buying your songs, they're streaming them, they're promoting them, they're posting them, which is what you have to, even when you go to do shows, like you have to walk away like, okay, like if someone that I have no idea, I, have, I don't know who they are, did I affect them enough to like go buy my music? Right. The, that's that's stuff like you can go and perform all you want and, and make all the songs you want, get the experience, great. But like what's being added up at the end of the day is it beneficial and if you're not you know especially being in a small town getting to the question getting outside that bubble it's extremely hard um especially like a lot of my friends dude uh they don't do music yeah they're not into this like i i all my friends are not into this most of my friends are into partying drinking um and my my like my two other like best friends are just super chill people so they're really not wants to go to the club and like really promote and mingle yeah, yeah, yeah. so i'm like lone wolf the whole for years bro you do know you what i mean do you believe that we created that as an excuse for ourselves or do you believe that that's an actual valid thing because i was on right, i'm i'm on twitter one day and i see this one producer a big producer i don't even know who it was but it, a pretty big producer yeah. uh tweeted um don't don't complain about being from a small town. Just do better or just be better. Just be better. And, yeah. and I was thinking, I'm like, I have been saying that for a long time. I have been making that an excuse, but I also feel like it's extremely valid that, it, that it, in a small town. like It is valid, but just, you know, it's a valid excuse, but it's not something to be, you know, it can't kill. It shouldn't time. kill your dream. It can't kill your dream. You know right, what I mean? Right, if, right, if that's right. the case, then move out or like go somewhere else. You right, know what I mean? That right, type of thing. Right. Or just like, Switch up your game plan for a little bit. You know what I mean? If you're finding it difficult to get out as an artist, switch up, man. Become a songwriter, producer. You can blow up that way. You don't need, like, support from your hometown. You can get right. it from anywhere. Right. And, you know, you can get... Look, you can do anything. Like, which is why the power of the internet. So, it's like, the excuses are valid and almost not in the same way. It, right, it's, right. It's weird. But if we were to say, you know, trying to get fans and get people interested, do better. Dude, the songs are there. So like, what more do you, what more am I supposed to do? And then right. you can have someone be like, yo, not nah, that means the songs aren't that good. Yeah. But you hear songs that are trash that are blown up right. and they're not better than your track. You know what I mean? Like I, I know good music when I hear it, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's, there's a lot that goes into it. Um, so I know, I know cause I'm like that too. I get like that, like, yo, stop complaining. Just get it done. Right. Um, but there are some things that are pretty valid. Um, having, having, uh, friends around that promote your stuff is heavy because once you have a little movement going, other people are followers, man. They want to they want to join in of after course. that. You know what I mean? So when you don't have anything going or you don't really have anyone pushing you, it's just by yourself, you gotta meet, you know, you gotta meet some lucky people who are just some people who are who are you're lucky enough that are gonna push your stuff like every day. You know what I mean? Right. Um so no, there's definitely a lot that goes into it, but you know, I don't wanna be, I don't want to be that guy telling the story like years from now, like, oh, man, I remember doing this and like telling the same old story over and over again. Um, I want to be at that point. You said like, this something, is my career. You said something really well, uh, and it was a really good point. Uh, you said your, your friends and family aren't your fans. And I think that very often us as artists, we get hyped. We, we, we forget that, too. <laughs> yeah, forget we forget that. it. And, and it gets to a point where like, all right. I used to do shows and I would be hitting up all my friends, not even just friends, people I fucking know. No, and yeah. you're like, you're like, yo, I got a show. Tickets are 10 bucks, blah, blah, blah. And then when they don't come, you're like, fuck you. Yeah. But yeah, it's not their fault. It's not their fault. <laughs> They're not supposed to be your fan. And yeah. another point is like, yo, the people that come from these small towns, they don't really want to see you do better than them. It's facts, man. That I don't. Facts. I don't think that small town people care to see you win like that. You know what it's, I mean? It's a different. The hustle's different, right? I would say it's go to high school. Obviously, graduate high school, go to college. It's very structured. Where being an artist is, it's it's all over the place. You know, it's outside of the normal lifestyle of middle class. Like I, I would say, I do. I want to live middle class. Yeah. <laughs> That's like. 
you you have enough just to enjoy yourself, but not enough to really like, you know what I mean? Right. Really do what you want. Yeah. It's just like they give you just enough to keep you where you're at. You know what I right. mean? And and I'm not really cool with that. I mean, for anyone else that is, that's great. You know, power, more power to you. You know what I mean? But um, I don't want to be middle class for the rest of my life. You know, I want to move up. I want better for myself. So, and I think that's why we think about these things a little in depth a little you know what i mean but you have to you have to if you want to get to that next level the good thing is that there's a kid out there right now that's listening to this and they're saying to themselves oh my friends aren't supposed to like my music like they don't have to like my music oh my family doesn't have to like my music you know what i mean and and it's good to let kids recognize that that, because we didn't recognize that for a long time time. and you don't you don't you just feel like i'm putting together this shit like just support me it doesn't but work that way. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't and work that it, way at it's all. Not, and you can't not, force people right, to support you Right, they're not obligated to support you. Yeah. Right. That's a, So, yeah, man, I think that's something that a lot of up-and-coming artists get tripped off of. Like, they see their friends and all them gassing them up. I'm like, dude, man, like, that's great. They're listening. But where are your fans? Like, right. the people who don't know you at all. You know what I mean? And I and personally, like, I was like that, too, when I first started. Like, I'm thinking, like, oh, my friends are like... And you, you, you try making music for your friends at a certain point, too. But you're really supposed to be making music for the world. Like, don't worry about making music for your friends, man. It's just, like, so stupid. You well, know? forget even the world. Just make music for yourself. For yourself, yeah. Make the music that you like There's making. other people like you that are you know, like cause, it, You know, because, right, I, I, I went on for so long trying to make this type of song or make that type of song because I'm, like, trying to appeal to all these different crowds. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like, you need to just make the songs that make you feel good because there are people exactly like you out there. And yeah. There's people that are going to enjoy that song. Like music is so subjective to the po- to the point where it's like you don't have to chase the f- the fans. You don't. Nope. You know what I mean? Like if you're chasing the fans, most of the time it sounds insincere and yeah. it sounds like shit. You yep. know? Yeah. Because they could tell. You know? Yep. Like and what's fucked up, dude? I put out I put out this song called Vogue, right? Yeah. And completely corny song. It sounds like a fucking Macklemore song. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And and the sole purpose of putting that song out was like, watch. Just watch how many people hit me up about this fucking song and say how much they like it. Because I knew it was going to happen. And yeah. it was one of those like chasing a club record songs and people are hitting me up. Yo, that song's sick, bro. And it's like, yeah, yeah. I knew you guys, like, it's just yeah, like, you yeah. guys are so, so fucking easy. But so like, predictable, man. Right, but it's like, I don't feel good about that. Yeah, and I think that that's the shitty part. Like, yo, I've thought about taking that song down a million times over it because it's just like, I don't want to make music that I don't feel comfortable with, you know, and I don't think that anyone should. How do you feel being being that you're in uh, a place of being a songwriter and being a pop singer uh, and being an R&B singer and doing all this different shit? How do you feel about that whole chasing a hit? Because that's kind of that's kind of the way when you're a songwriter, you know, I think of it more bigger picture when I when I think of stuff like that. If I have to do a song that maybe I don't necessarily enjoy, but it's going to make me a lot of money and set up my future, and then I can go and do what I want, so be it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not against that because I'm thinking of the bigger picture in the long run. Right. You know, I'm not thinking short term. I'm thinking, like, how... I'm like, all right, this is going to set up... Fine, I'll do this song, but whatever. I'm going to be able to do what I want to do eventually right? and really put my all into it. So I'm, I'm willing to sacrifice for that. I don't know if there's a lot of people who maybe might not be willing to. You Do you know what feel I mean? as though you're you're making your best work if your heart's not fully into it? For people, I know when I don't really like a song, I, I it's probably gonna do well. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you just hear that pop song, and you're just like, well, I it, and that's something that I've come to learn. The songs that I necessarily don't love or like as much, I know are gonna work. Yeah, because I, you know. I, it's just something that's been shown yeah. when I when I, when people hear tracks and stuff like that. But like what's I a said, song of yours that you put out that you weren't the biggest fan of putting it out, but you just knew it would work? Um, that's fine. I kind of like. I really did like all of them. You make um, a lot of heartfelt songs. That's why I'm asking. Like, yeah. is there a song that maybe snuck by and like people thought maybe, maybe you liked it? Dude, maybe the the OMO on my own track. Okay, like. Now that I listen to the lyrics, it sounds more like a girl can sing it, right. but it worked. Like the song was hot when, the, when my friends from UK like flipped it and made it into the, the dance record. Yeah, it made more sense. Right, you know what I mean. Uh, but yeah, maybe it was OMO. Not that I didn't like it. I just think after a while of listening to it, I'm like, mm, 
you know, I probably would have maybe held back on that if I would have listened to it. A little I think longer. that's a great song. Oh, thanks. Yeah, but uh, I I just think maybe, um, just just are you saying that you would rather have given that to, off yeah. to someone? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I you know, uh, probably would have did better with it if it was like a female singing. It. You of know course. what I mean? I think it would have had a little bit more impact. Because I, I like the melodies and stuff, but I think that was just one track um, that I was kind of like, eh, whatever. But and I being heard. a singer, do you feel as though it's easier for a female to break in the game as a singer than a male? No. No? No. Maybe to get followers. Right. <laughs> you know, Instagram yeah. and all that stuff. Maybe to get followers, but to make it, No. I think there's a lot of stuff with females that goes on with producers and yeah, yeah. they're kind of forced into situations and, you know, so I don't think it's easier. I think we've it's both, we've both witnessed shit like that. Yeah, that yeah, shit yeah, does yeah. happen. It happens all the time. Yeah. Especially if they're like good looking girl too. Oh, forget right. Forget it. Forget it. So they, 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 they got a rough time. Yeah. They definitely have a, a harder time yeah. in, in studio environments. Studio Yeah, absolutely. Even, even within the industry, I'm sure there's fucking uh, an A&R out there that's trying to trying to uh, pipe so he you know yeah they, they, but yeah, they try to do all right. that just to get you know just to get with some girl be, oh i promise you this yeah 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 and some people you know you know some some people do what they gotta do at the end of the day it's kind of crazy yeah. to even think that but it goes on as know? far as marketability though yeah do you feel like it's easier for a male or a female um i would think for a female right i would think yeah, but I don't know. I don't know like stats on that. I don't know. If yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Need, like numbers, but yeah. I would think it would be for a female. Like I said, like, getting followers and stuff like that. You get, you know, you see it all, all day on Instagram. Yeah, you know. So I think it's easier for for marketability. Yeah, nowadays. Do we let Do we let Instagram and these apps? Do we let the follower count really like a? Do we let that skew our thoughts on these people though? Uh, like the, I think, well, I'm just going to like about follower accounts. I think like as artists, we look at it like a little too much, and we think it's you know the the followers is like how talented you are, and it's not the case. You know what I mean? There's some people with like not that many followers who are way better than people with like hundreds of thousands. You know right, what I mean? Right. Again, it's connections, it's being put in the right situation, it's so many things that play a part that all the timing has to be set up everything has to fall into place perfectly. Yep. You know what I mean? To really become an artist and uh, really get yourself out there. So it's, it's extremely hard. But again, the people who don't stop doing it, those opportunities come to them because they just keep going. You know what I mean? Right. So eventually they land something. Now, now it's just a time of, you know, when it's just a thought of when <laughs> will yeah. it happen. Um, I think that's, that freaks out most artists, including me. Like I, you know, I'm all about like the timing and stuff and, when i'm not you know i know something will happen but when is type of you know yeah that's the kind of mentality i have do you do you feel as though you're not doing enough in terms of promotional uh in terms of marketing in terms of going out and, and meeting the people i've always said and i said this before to you before we started the episode i said you're you've always been better at marketing than me i don't want to be in the room with the people, with people. and and that's why i'm i'm so comfortable taking this uh this label route yeah because I would rather, I'd much rather be in my own space, have the artist go do things, ha hire people that will go with the artist to these shows and stuff. Yeah. I don't want to be doing that myself. It just, yeah. it just doesn't, that's not where I'm comfortable. Yeah. You know, how did you become that person that was able to uh, kind of go to the event and, uh, and meet, meet different people and talk to them and, and network and all that? I was, I think it's because I was always the type of person to put myself in uncomfortable situations until they became comfortable. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's, I did it purposely, even though I know I didn't want to go. And I know like it, I may have felt weird at first and stuff, but I know that's usually just something you get over after you do it the first time. You know what I mean? Right. So that's how I got better at just networking with people. Mm -hmm. Um, but besides that, you, you know, I definitely get like, you know, you go to these places and, it's just like a bunch of artists meeting other artists and you really just want to meet someone who can make a play for you. Right, right, day, right. You know what I right. mean? Um, it's like how like, many artists can you meet and how many collabs yeah, can you do dude, before it just like, like, this isn't doing anything yeah, for either one of us. Anything, and you start right. realizing that. So, yeah, man. But that's that's how I got better at mingling and, and networking. It's just because of putting myself in the situations on purpose. Right. And, now, know, let's, let's uh, fast forward to 
you getting different situations um, mm-hmm. in terms of uh, different. Uh, you you've gotten some type of like label deals, uh, not necessarily like big label not stuff, majors, but no. right. But how did you get into those positions? Uh, and you don't have to mention names or anything, yeah. uh, but just how did you get into those positions where you're now uh, you're now sending out tracks for people to get on and all that? Um. Man, so I met a bunch of people from my mom promoting my music. Right, your mom's kind of like a, a momager in a way. Yeah, like still she, to this day, she like always she, puts she, she always wants, puts in yeah. work for you, and that's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. But um, I got a lot of connections that way. I got put into situations, um, from, from mainly in the beginning from her. Right. Um, playing my music for people and being fortunate enough that people would just listen because she just knew how to talk a certain way and get people to actually play this stuff. And it was kind of crazy, but it worked. Um, when I first, I think the first major connection, uh, was with a, a big time producer. Um, you love my music, uh, wanted to work with me. And this was kind of like the introduction of the game where like, dude just went ghost. Yeah. Like after all this time going back and forth, he's went ghost. Right. And um, you know, I understand when it comes to business wise, you know, why? You know, and I guess in, in that sense you were you're busy or whatever. But it was kind of like my first thing of being all excited, telling my friends, and now I just look dumb. Hey, you know I, was, what I, mean? I was there yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just look stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, these I was the promises that were being made, like dude. And it just didn't work out. That was kind of like my taste of like well, welcome to the game. Right, right, you right. Know what I mean? But do you feel like that prepared you for the next situation? Oh, that- yeah. It, I, it, none of it's ever a waste. You know right. what I mean? Everything's like it just prepares you for the next whatever's going to come, you know? It made me work harder on production and writing and stuff and develop myself and, you know, um, still doing that today. But um, it definitely pushed me to that next level. You know what I mean? Right. Um, where I wanted to be, where I want to go, the people I want to be around. Because you start seeing, like, when you're around professionals, dude, like, it's the real deal, man. Like, yeah. and it's awesome to see. Very hard to get to. But um, it's just, it's somewhere you, you strive. It, it made me strive to, like, want to be in that position and be that guy. So. Now that you've you've gotten that taste of uh, that lifestyle and being around those type of people, uh, do you feel like that's kind of, uh, how could I say this? Do you feel like now you yearn for that position because you've already seen a piece of it? Yeah. Um, Where yeah, when just, you're a I'm new always, artist, you don't you don't really know what that is. You so don't know you what don't, it is. So you, you just, don't you don't really strive you strive for something, but you don't know exactly what it really. is. Now that you've been in a position where you kind of see how the industry works, works do you feel yeah. like now you're like I need to get back there? Yeah, I, yeah, definitely. Like I need to get back there, but with more of a just more knowledge on the, on the game now that I have, I know that I, when I get there, I'm going to stay there type of thing, you know, right. rather than if I would have got there without the knowledge, I think this would have been really messy. You right. Know? Um, but I definitely strive to be around that. I've, I've always held myself to like the very, very high standard. Uh, even with people like that, I like to collaborate with, I think like have to be like dope. Yeah. And they yeah, have yeah. to think I'm dope too to work. Right, with right, me, right. You know what I mean? Uh, it works both ways. So, um, but I always like, want to be around people who are just better than me. Like, yeah. I, like that's something that's really important. Like, you don't cower from that. No, no way. You have to just be around people who can just do things that you can't, man. Like, right. It just pushes you. Not even put it, it just makes you better as, a, as an artist or whatever you're doing, producer, songwriter, whatever it is in life. You're around people who are just better than you. You're going to start playing to that level. Right. And then the people that you were in line with, you're going to be better than them. And then it just it just works that way. It's you know, like you being gotta, in a room full of broke people. It's like yeah. you're not going to get richer. You're not like going to get rich. You, know? you got to surround yourself with the right people. Right. I mean, me, me and my friend have conversations all the time on the phone, like for for like an hour or so, just about like life life shit like that. You know what I mean? You got to surround yourself with the right people, man. Still, the only way you're going to move up. Yep. So now um, we talked about this before, uh, and we almost got into it, but let's let's get into it now. Yeah. Uh, you are a Italian American, right? And a Puerto Rican. Puerto okay. Rican. Yeah. You're part of well, your love is for R and B. Yeah. You also love hip hop. Yeah. All right. 
when you walk in a room, just like me, I'm I'm Cuban, Italian, yeah, yeah, Irish, yeah. everything. When I walk in a room, I'm white. Yeah. When you walk in a room, you're white. Yeah. Now, in R&B and hip hop, do you feel like there's, um, do you feel like it's harder for you to get in the door because of that? And do you feel like you are judged differently because of that? Um, yeah, I think it's definitely harder. Listen to the radio stations too. Yeah. You know, Hot ninety seven or one hundred five. I don't think they're playing many white artists. Right, right. Um, you know, it's more of the urban culture. It's funny because we're we're in a way we're the minority in in, in, in that. that. And yeah, then we chose the the one thing that <laughs> the, yeah. that we would be the minority in. You know, I think, but I think now. Or it is maybe starting to turn around you think a so? little, a little bit. I not, still, not very. It's very slow if right. it is turning. You know do what you I mean? Feel, do you feel? Because with hip hop, I have to prove myself every time I go on a stage because it's not just a factor of uh, he might not be good. It's a factor of he's corny. The second that I walk into a room, yeah, because I'm white, yeah, and yeah, you get late, you get that late. Do you on, do on you that have thing. that? Do you have that same issue when it comes to singing? Because people are fucking mesmerized by a, a good singer. You know I what I mean? I haven't. If it, you know, I haven't felt that right. in a room. You know what I mean? When I'm around people, I think people just want to be surrounded by other talented people. Right. I haven't really felt that in a room or where I, where I've sang. Or I think people, it's more of a curiosity. Right, to right, see if right. I'm good, not if I'm oh he's corny already. It's more of like a, I'm, I'm curious to see what this is gonna sound like yeah. type of thing. You know what I mean? Um, but I, I've never felt that in a room where I'm in you know a room, a studio with other artists. But are, you, you do know. feel like it is difficult to sell. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, def- difficult to sell. Yeah. Um, yeah. For hip hop, it's a little bit different because we, I walk in a room and you're talking about most of the time. Super, like, we're talking about, like, artists out of, like, Bed-Stuy, artists out of uh, Newark, artists out of, like, the hardest places, and and yeah. you walk in the room, and they automatically see, like, I'm there to have a good time, I'm not there to, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, even yeah. even though uh, I have background in Union City, and, and all, that, that doesn't play a factor in it, because yeah. when I walk in the room, I don't give off that vibe, like, I'm a fucking killer, and I'm, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a different type of energy. And, and I always told people... Like, if I like an artist that just got off stage, I'll say to them, like, yeah, I want to work with you, but wait till my set. Like, hear me first, because I don't want to I don't want to sell you on some shit that, that yeah, I, you if you think I'm trash, I don't want you to work with me. You know what I mean? But, yeah. like, wait till my set after where we'll talk, you know? Yeah. Do you, when you go to a, a show, do you feel that same um, need to network? Do you feel that same need to uh, kind of prove people... Uh, prove that you're good to people or do you kind of are you kind of comfortable with where you're at I do it more for myself like all right, well last show I did this maybe uh, if I can hit this note better sing this song better it's kind of like that for me Um, when it comes to the networking part man again like how many artists can you meet you know what I mean so if you're somebody that works for a label but uh, then again like when you know the game you know that half these people really can't do nothing you know, they can present you, and I guess that's better than nothing. You know what I mean? Like, right. they can present you in front of certain people, and, you know, maybe years later down the line, that person connects you with someone who maybe changes your life or brings some money into your pocket or whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but for the most part, man, I really, like I said, putting my energy into better situations is where I'm focusing on rather yeah. than just doing anything anymore. When you're new and you're upcoming, you're just trying to do anything and everything to mingle with people and you're gonna come maybe come to find out that that's you're just draining you're it's just you're running you're doing a lot of running around and it's not smart i'm just trying to work smarter i think that's my where i'm at now my stage of music and life in general like i'm trying to do smart things right um that are gonna pay off the same way you know what i mean yep are you are you now Every artist starts off and we're constantly seeking validation when it comes to our music. Is it good enough? You yeah. know, are you finally at the point? I'm finally at the point where I'm comfortable knowing that I, I do what I do. And in, in my zone, I get busy. Yeah. Are you comfortable with the fact that, that you're good at what you do and you know you're good? Or are you still seeking some sort of validation? Do you need people to tell you you're, you're good? No. You know, I'm 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 comfortable knowing that at what I do, I can put out quality stuff. Right. And I've heard it from multiple people, so I really, you know, I know what I'm doing at that point when I hear it from multiple people without yeah. me having to like sell you on it. Um, but at the end of the day, I still do want my music heard by a certain audience. You know what right. I mean? 
Only because like I see other artists that like aren't even nicer than than I am. And I truly believe, you know, that if I was, you know, the right people were behind me, I'd be selling too. You right. know what I mean? And and that's when it comes down to the business, having right people behind you. It's a team. It's a machine that's behind people. You know what I mean? You start to realize that. And funding. Never, Fund, yeah, oh, funding. Funding yeah. is the biggest part of everything. Dude, yeah. And that's why you need that big budget. And right. where does it come from? You know what I mean? You know, I don't want to make it sound like excuses, though, because I'm also the same type of person. Just get it done type of thing. Just yeah. Don't worry about all that. Just get it done. But it's so easy to say that. You know, it, it's... I would like to have that conversation, obviously, as we're having it, but with other artists, too, and yeah. kind of see what they think on it. You know what I mean? Because I watch a lot of, like, videos of, like, you see, like, the Gary V videos? Yeah, yeah. Everybody's like, just get it done type yeah. of attitude. But it's there's so much more to just saying, just get it done in well, a way. Well, that's why when, when people <laughs> brag about Gary V, Gary V is is a great motivational speaker. And yeah, fucking, he's, he's Some awesome. Of them are awesome. But this, this is what I always tell people when they bring up Gary V. Gary V is kind of selling bullshit only because, yo, it's like not everyone has that, you know. Yeah. He, he like like for instance, uh, for an example, he he'll say like, you have two hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of shit chilling in your attic right now. Not if I have a fucking one bedroom apartment and I yeah. don't <laughs> like yeah, and I don't yeah. have many things. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's just like a bullshit dream. I understand the motivational the, aspect the of it. Get out there and just do it. That's the mentality. That's that. true. Yeah. That, that true. might be true. But it's like some people just don't have anything to offer. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like you need that thing to offer first, you know? Yeah. And in this game, I think that too many people listen to a fucking Gary V and there's too many artists. There's that, too many factors you know, that go into music. But there's so many bad artists out there that are also I just got to go out there and do it. And it's like, you're flooding the fucking market. Yeah. Now the market is completely flooded. And it's almost at a point where it's like, no one wants to listen to you. If you're like, I'm a new artist. Here's yeah. my music. Who the fuck wants to hear that? Yeah. I don't even want to hear it. If yeah. I go to, bro, I do the same shit. And if I go to an event and yep. someone's like, yo, check my new, uh, my new tape out. I'm like, fuck off, dude. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like eat a that. dick. I don't want to hear your new yeah. tape. But like, it's like I'm doing the same, same thing, so thing. I feel bad about yeah, it, you know. So at least you maybe give it a listen. I, I do give you. it a listen, yeah, but I'll I just it, I feel it's like you know I kind of think of it's like all right now what now what right like you what know, did you want me to do yeah, like yeah, like just I just listen, like, follow you on SoundCloud like you know yeah it's like it doesn't make any sense like just because I heard now now I listen to your song now what right uh, like all right I'm probably never gonna listen again if it wasn't <laughs> that good yeah and uh, yeah thanks you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it kind of yeah, ends there so I kind of like try to stay away from all that right um but again like i will listen just because i know how um i know how it is just trying to you know i have respect for it man i'm doing the same thing yeah you know the grind right you know the grind just like trying to get people to hear you you know yeah um and it's difficult and it's difficult and i think a lot of people are close especially so when we go back to that whole friends thing man you know they don't take you seriously i think because they know you personally they just don't hear it of course as like you know i mean now it's funny when I first started, obviously the music wasn't that good. So a lot of people, you know, didn't, right, right, it's right. funny at that point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, years later putting out records and now everyone's like, yo, this is dope. So it's, it's I think a, you also, you also kind of made records that appeal to the crowd over here. Yeah. When you, and when you did those pop records and you did those that, EDM, the ones. EDM type records, those, those are going to, those are going to hit in yeah, this area in, this in area, particular. Yeah. And that's the it. thing that we, we often, uh, fail to realize is that for our area, if we really cared about our area hearing it, we would make music that like, kind of yeah. uh, suits our area. Our you know area. what I mean? Even just dance music. So a big thing I, that I um, I always say is Sam Smith when he came out with Latch. Right. Huge. Mm -hmm. His album, it's like a balance. And that's the type of thing I was saying before. Like, if I had to do a song that, even, I mean, that song's great. I would love, I would have loved to do that song. Right, but right. If I have to do like an up tempo EM track to to pop, so be it. I don't care. <laughs> like you also sound great on the up tempo EDM tracks. Uh, just, yeah, that's just thanks, not where man. your your heart's at, right? No, no. I mean, but again, like it's all over the place, man. Like I do love dance records. I grew up like seventh eighth grade. I was into teen nightclubs, right, right, like, right, freaking right. out. So I do love those songs. Yeah. So I can't say like it's hard for me to be like I love R and B more. It's just like the moods I'm in, man. Like this R and B's for certain type of thing, and you know for certain days, and then you have your EDM records for certain days, and they all play a part, you know. So do you feel as though if you 
kind of gravitated more toward the EDM records? Like, say you were cranking out, uh, what do you have right now? You probably have like five altogether that, EDM are, songs? that are out. EDM songs? Yeah. Or, uh, memories, Make It Through, OMO, um, with another one with my friend Pistol. Yeah, it's just about five. About maybe five, one right? More. Maybe one more after that. Maybe six. Five or six, yeah. Okay. So do you feel as though if you kept going down that lane that you'd have yeah. more of a chance to pop like that? Well, yeah, I think. Oh, no, I do have six. The one NCS that just came out. Okay. No, seven. One was on Armada. 20. Yeah. No, no. Dude, dude. I, now I'm like, yeah. So I had one signed to Armada, yeah. which was awesome. Um, then two signed to Thrive. And then the recent one, NCS, was a big When you're dealing. saying signed to them, they... The, the singles. They signed the singles. Right. And they, they released that. They released them. So with NCS, they're a big label. And uh, overseas, I think in Netherlands, I believe. Don't call me on that. But um, yeah, dude, a million plays within under two weeks because they're, they're a big label. Dude, but like... Would you go over there? Hell yeah. Bro, overseas? Yeah. Why, why haven't you thought about that? I have. Um... It's you just have to have stuff set up rather than just just go. I'm not the type of person to just go. I know yeah. that some people pack up. Hey, I'm out. I, yeah, yeah. I need a little bit more planning. Right. Um. But uh, yeah, I have I have I have like family members over in Denmark, like okay, uh, some like distant cousins. But right, right. still, we keep in touch and stuff. So, but uh, I would love to start overseas, man. That'd be really cool. Well, we we often. We think that America is it's it. The only. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it's no, so yeah, stupid. Yeah. Like, dude, you can make so much money. Like anywhere else. It's so dumb. Know? Like in the, the area, Tri-State, man, is it's it's a special place with music because it's just like it's so competitive. You go anywhere else, that's why some of these kids break. Right. Cuz you're in less competitive areas. Yeah. You come here, you're not going nowhere, no, bro. No. You're not going like it's good crazy. Luck. It's so hard. Yeah. <laughs> so I I think that our mindset is skewed because of that. I oh, think yeah. that because where we grew up and where we're from, where yo, for how small New Jersey is, there's so many fucking people. Yeah. And there's so many creative people and there's yeah. so many artists and there's so many everything and no one's willing to help each other. So nah. it's like you just have like thousands and thousands of people all competing for one spot, uh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And and I honestly do believe that for someone like you, if you went to, say, the UK or you went to any of these places, if you did go to Denmark or the Netherlands, uh, you might pop more over there pop quicker too. right and there's more there's more venues that host that type of music and that's they're, they're more appreciative of new artists overseas right. they're they're and just good music in general they don't really care who it comes from um that's the best part about the you know europe and um which is why a lot of people start off overseas and come here They'll because come that them. that's an easier way to, to get it. there it's you great know? you know what i mean and um yeah it's a, that's a, a that's definitely a great route to go. Maybe one day, you know, it, it depends. I do have some stuff in the works right now. I'm, I'm hoping, you know, if all goes as planned, yeah, I won't have to. Right. But I don't mind. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Money can be made anywhere, dude. So there's no reason why you have to just think, oh, just here. I, I can't make money nowhere else. No. Yeah. You know, you can make mo- you can make a lot of money overseas. So, Yeah. yeah. All right, let's let's take it to a more serious place, and then we're gonna wrap up pretty soon. Okay. But let's take it to a more serious place. Before we were talking, and you were telling me how you went through a period of uh, anxiety, and yeah. you were having panic attacks, and and uh, it was due to the music, right? Yeah, it definitely um, started with that. But then, you know what's funny? When I had mine, like my panic attack, a few of my friends were going through the same exact. Thing. Do you think it's it's and the we're, age? we all graduate? I think it's the age, the middle right. of 25, 24, that transition. Right, right, right. Um, you know, where am I going? Where's this? What the fuck what am I doing, doing right now? Yeah, right. what am I doing? Like financially, what's going on? Like, there's a bunch of things. So, um, yeah, spiraled on that. Um, spiraled on anxiety, but it's just music in general. It's a lack. Anxiety for me is a lack of structure, a lack of you know planning. So you have more time to think, which is never really that great. Right. Um, so, yeah, I went through a period a couple months for a couple months. And um, I think a lot of creatives do. Yeah. Um, now, uh, more people are starting to say that they do. And I never dealt with anxiety. Any 
you know, throughout the 24 years of living, never. Right. Until last summer. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a, it was definitely crazy to How debilitating that. is that when it comes to the process of actually making music when you're going through something like that? I didn't make music. You just stopped. Shut down completely. Yeah, yeah uh, I stopped completely. Just took more time for myself. Because I, like, I, I was telling you before, like, I'd come down here every day, bro. Every day and work on music, no matter what. Right. You know what I mean? If I felt like I, if I wasn't working on music, like I was just doing a huge disservice to myself and all this stuff, I felt like I'd be so behind and I, was, I would stress myself out. Um, but uh, So you were forcing it. I was for, more forcing rather than kind of letting it happen. Right, right. And um, again, lack of planning, lack of, you know, if you're an entrepreneur, basically just what being an artist is, is an entrepreneurship. Right, you know, or you're, a freelance you're, you're worker. Freelance, right. you know, you're right. always hustling. It's like constant hustle, man. What am I doing for the next hour? What am I doing for this? Like, you know what I mean? So it gets exhausting. Mentally, you just get drained and you're just like, all right, well, what am I doing? You right. know? Um, so, yeah, that, that played a part for a few months. How are you able to, to kind of climb out of that hole? Uh, how I, I think it was just with time, uh, not just taking time for yourself. Um, I would, I would go walking and go to the gym here and there. Right. Um, just to try to get back in the groove of things, but it was really taking time for yourself, reevaluating and restructuring your life and what you want to do and kind of coming to certain terms with things. And it's a, it's a lot, but it's just time for yourself. You can't. You know, uh, you have to, I'm trying to figure out the best way to say it. You just got to be real with yourself. Right. And I think a lot of people aren't real with themselves. You know what I mean? They make excuses. Um, way too many. Way too many. And, and you and you, you listen to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if you were to be like real with yourself, and it, it would come, come to the point where like, are you really working hard? Are you kind of just working? Are you kind of just going through the motions yep. or whatever? Are you really working hard? Like, ask yourself. And a lot of times for me, it'd be like, nah, I can probably be doing a lot more. Right. But I'm doing enough to the point where I feel like I've done enough. Yeah. And I don't know. That's, that's you know, that was something I'd ask myself a lot. But with, with anxiety, I know I'm bouncing back and forth. It's okay. The, the anxiety. Um, yeah, dude, I climbed out of that just from, with time. I don't think anything really special. Oh, you know what? It was when I started making music again. I stopped making music. Yeah. Started making music, realizing it was therapeutic. Um, and kind of it made me feel at peace a little bit. So I was like, all right, well, now I kind of see why it's here. You know what right, I mean? Right, right, so, right, right. Um, it's like people, yeah. it's kind of like people that they don't go to the gym because they're just exhausted with life. But if you were to go to the gym, that exhaustion goes away because yeah. you're now your body feels better, you're yeah. more healthy. So in a way, music was like the gym for you. It's yeah. like it's like you weren't working out that that muscle that needs to be worked out all the time, and you yeah. weren't releasing that stress and relieving yourself of that situation yeah. by not working on the music. Exactly. But that's the answer the whole time. Time exactly. Right. So yeah, it's it's really strange how it works. But um, I think it was a lot of like forcing it to. I just got done doing iHeart Radio at that time. That was like a stressful period. I had fun doing it, but it was just like setting up for that. It just took way too long, and it was a bunch of stuff, man. And and usually, you know, you're most most of the time I'd be good at just like all right, whatever. I got to deal with it, no problem. But this time, it just didn't work that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was out of my control. And I think all panic attacks really got out of people's control. Um, and, uh, yeah, but once you, you know, you kind of realize it's all in your head, you're, you're all right for the most part. You yeah. Know? So, yeah, that, it play, I think a lot of people, again, like deal with this, a lot of creatives, because um, we have a lot of free time. Yeah. Or a lack of structure or whatever the case may be. Right. Um, because every artist is different. Everyone has a different situation. But yeah, it, it's it's something. I think it's just a lack of lack of structure. Like can't stress that enough. Because you're just always thinking about stuff. Like when you're not doing things, you know what I mean. You're sitting still, standing right, still. Right, right, right. So. All your thoughts just take over. Yep, yep. Well, I'm glad that you're out of that. Yeah, man. Thanks. I'm glad that you're back to making music. Uh, no time to waste is your yeah. newest record, right? Yeah, it's one with uh, my boy Further. Shout out Further. Uh, B-Corn, shout out to him as well. He helped out, helped out with uh, production. Uh, me and him pr- produced the record. And um, yeah, that's the latest one that's out. 
Um, I'm, I want to put a video out for it. I don't know when. Um, I had plans to do it sooner, but other things just got in the way. So, uh, yeah, um, I, I would really like to do something with that song. I feel like the name could, of that is ironic because it's no it's, time to it, waste. It's exactly how you're yeah. you're kind of going about it. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but that you know, when I recorded this song, it was like that's what I was all about. No time to waste. No time to waste. Like all that stuff. But I'm now I'm, I'm actually, more like just using my time wiser. Right, right, I mean? right. I'm actually toying. I've always toyed with the idea of like, do we put too much emphasis on how fast we have to pop? Like, like do yeah, we, I do, it, do it, the internet that? does that. Yeah, I think uh, that's a good point with um, with all that. People see everyone successful on Instagram. First of all, half of it's smoke and mirrors. Right. Okay. And third of all, those people who probably, well, second of all, sorry, um, those people probably worked for years before i'm talking years on top of years on top of years before they got to where they wanted to be right, right. so like everyone sees that like oh i gotta have it now and all these people are like, oh you can have it and like all this stuff yeah you can but they don't tell you like the reality of like how many years it takes you right. know what i mean it takes like it takes a massive massive amount of self-discipline sacrifice um you know and, and mental strength really right um to do that type of stuff, all that stuff seems like more entrepreneurship. Um, being an artist is, and and just trying to make it. I guess what you you would say, you know, people want to work for themselves nowadays. It's more of that vibe. Um, it comes with years of like not really having nothing, man. If you're gonna be an entrepreneur, you know, it, it comes with years of like, or maybe you have a job and you're sacrificing that time to stack up money to go do what you want to do. But people, I, I, think, well, I want it right now. I want it right now. It just doesn't work that way. Right. Not at all. So you you've accepted I mean? that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, when we started doing music, like you said, like we think we were put a few tracks out like, oh, that's it. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But, um, I mean, what? But just six, the seven, pace. Just the, the pace. pace. The pace of it, man. Just, yeah. just enjoy it. I think that's something where I'm just starting to just enjoy it, man. Like, I felt like if I didn't get a song done like every single day, like full out produced and mixed, I was just like a loser, <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So um, I'm just enjoying it more now. I'm not thinking about oh, I need a, I need to pop tomorrow type of thing. You know what I mean? I'm I want to enjoy get back to the point where I can enjoy making music rather than just like it's it's draining. Right. You know what I mean? So. Um, yeah, I think that's for for new artists. If that if you any want any piece of advice, man, just enjoy the ride, man. Because yeah, it's the gonna, process you're, you're is gonna, one of the best parts. Yeah, it's the best part. Um, it's rocky. Meeting, it's rocky. You know, you meet people that maybe some you make some friends, and you know it, that was the best part of being an artist, like meeting people, like making friends, like me and you met from music, right? Nothing else. Nothing you know what else. I mean? That's that's the only way we can. Some of my best friends in life. I've met through music. Through music, yeah, dude. I met, you know, from going to school, I went to um, uh, SAE in New York. <laughs> you know, I met, like, one of my good friends from there. You know yeah. what I mean? And, like, he is one of those kids that, like, I just click with, bro. I can call him, like, whenever, and it's just, like, we've known each other for years, right. you know? Um, it's all through music, man. It's cool that I can be like, yo, I know people from Netherlands, Germany, UK, like, everywhere because of music. So I think that's, like, one of my favorite parts about it. It's just meeting people and just like in, in, in enjoying that 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 ride, man. Because this stuff takes a long time. Not saying not everyone's story is gonna be like, yo, it's gonna take you seven years to do this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people pop earlier. Everyone's story is different. I guess what I'm trying to say. So yeah. don't pay attention to that person next to you that maybe is popping, bro. Just worry about yourself. You right. know, like your time will come. You know, I think play, the more we compare ourselves to people, the less we actually yeah. progress. Oh, absolutely. Because you're, you're just so, you're not focused on yourself. And you got to understand, maybe that person's situation is different. Maybe they know somebody who knows somebody that put them into play. Or their dad has or their dad, a fucking great job yeah, that, that he gets paid $250,000 yeah, a year and he yeah. can afford to fucking buy his There's, kid's studio time at Quad yeah, and all that. It's yeah, all different. It, right. and, and that's what I'm saying. Everyone's story is different. So don't be, you know, down and out, someone else popping. And they just, things are different for everybody. Right. And, um, that's 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 really um what you have to keep in mind when you're doing anything everyone's story is different everyone's path everyone who they meet you know someone might get lucky and within a year or two they're already in a better spot than you are and you've been at it for five years man right. like 
So that's just the way the game works, bro. So you just got to kind of ignore that and just focus on what you're doing, have some set goals and do it. You know, that's it. Well, I am glad that I got to speak to you. It's been a pretty long time, I feel like. I feel yeah. like I haven't seen you in a couple of years, but I'm glad I finally Has got to speak to you. Years? I think so. I Sounds feel like, like the last year. time we spoke was, was you were performing. Yeah, you were for <laughs> nobody. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, me and my boys still talk about fire wars, bro. <laughs> that it's was terrible, bro. We're just like cricket, cricket. Bro. There's <laughs> no one here. There's no one here, bro. Oh yeah. my god, bro. that was awful. He's well, like, yeah. you attach something to Hooters and you have people perform there, and I don't think that too many people are going to show up. Yeah, it was like a Thursday night, I think too. Yeah, it wasn't like the best timing. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I think people were just doing things probably mm-hmm. people just didn't want to go i had like i had like five people show up yeah so that was pretty solid shout <laughs> out to those five people i remember we went directly from there to miller's Dale house yeah, and just, just got drank. drinks we're like, <laughs> <laughs> like fuck this night man yeah dude that's so fucking funny but i'm glad i'm glad that you're doing better i'm glad that yeah. you're you're mentally you're better i'm yeah. glad that you've it seems like you're on the right path to doing what you actually should be doing to yeah. to move up to the next level. Yeah, yeah, appreciate and, uh, it. And I'm glad I got to speak to you. Yeah, man, appreciate it, man. Thank Thanks you for, for doing through. my show. Yeah, You're the man, first episode, so hey. I'm, I'm glad to kind of break the show with you. Yeah, yeah. All right? And I really appreciate it, man. Yeah, I appreciate it, bro. Thank All right, you. Thanks a lot, brother. All right. All right, peace out, guys. This is uh, Digging the Garden, and uh, I will see you next week. Peace out, guys.